Hi! Welcome to a podcast of Smut and Dragons, where two MILFs talk about books that have dragons, smut, and sometimes both. Please note that neither of these MILFs claim to be experts in literature, but we are experts on vibes. We may occasionally spoil an extremely minor plot point, but we'll keep it to the first few chapters. Honestly, if it really bothers you that much, are you okay? Is everything alright at home? You can tell us, bestie. We love you. Oh, wow. Welcome back to our show, everybody. Um, I think, yes. So this is our Thanksgiving episode. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Are you thankful? I am. (laughs) Just thankful. Oh, no. What happened? (laughs) I went to a bookmark in a different book. It's, I went to a bookmark in the the Spider Alien book. (laughs) I don't know how that happened. Wait, let's not. Yeah, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna one. read that bookmark. <laughs> we're not gonna do that one today. We, not today. Okay, so we have a really uh, we have a little bit of a fun, different episode for you guys today. Mm-hmm. We are doing a tandem read review. So Jill and I decided to read a book together. And we are going to do a full-on book review, so obviously there's going to be spoilers for this book. Um, And we read... Legends Legends and Lattes! It's a novel of high fantasy and low stakes. By... By... Travis... Travis Baldry. Awesome job, Travis. You have a really great book. We... Yes. We... Love it. So, um, Jill. Yes. What did you think of the book? So good. So wholesome. Just, just, yeah. I like, it I was really like it. It was so cute. <laughs> I was dying so many times. I don't know about you. I was getting emotional for uh, so yes. many moments. I don't know. If, if you don't know us in real life, which I feel like most of the people listening right now know us in real life, except for, shout out to our two listeners in Belgium. <laughs> Shout out to our two listeners in Belgium. I don't know how you found us, but welcome, welcome. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. But um, we love Dungeons and Dragons. We do. And, uh, we love it. We we got we got games. And by games I mean we've got game. And <laughs> we have one game. We have we have I have games. Yes, I have game. You have game. Um and yeah, so I was Loving the, the, the vibe, the like Dungeons and Dragons vibe, but let's like turn down the stakes. Yeah. And and let's just turn it down a notch and make it a little bit more wholesome and, and this, sweet. And this was definitely made for adults who love fantasy, but don't have the emotional, um, what's the word I'm looking I for? Just Energy yeah. to dive into like a full on high fantasy. This is also a great like palate cleanser. Like, yes, like if you like just get out of reading like fucking 
Sanderson or oh, something. Yeah. And like, or Gideon just, the Night, the Or Gideon the Night, Jesus. Yeah. This is like a great palate cleanser to sort of wind you down. Settle, settle, settle your mind. Which Set- is which is why I thought this would be such a great Thanksgiving episode because it's just so sweet, so wholesome, and I I was I was laughing, I was crying, I was, laughing, I was crying, I was screaming, I was throwing up. <laughs> Maybe and not screaming and throwing up. I was scr- I screamed. <laughs> I don't know about you. I scr- I scrumped. <laughs> the scream was. <laughs> um. I okay. Well, I'll get into it. So. For me, so I wrote some notes. Um, how do I want to even begin here? I've got I got some notes too. Uh, I wrote down some shit. What I write? Did you write down some? Things? I wrote down something. Did I write down anything? <laughs> oh, I wrote I would die for Thimble. <laughs> okay, well we'll we'll go ahead and get into favorite characters. We'll we'll go from there. We'll get into favorite characters because Thimble. I would die for Thimble. That sweet baby boy. <laughs> I would lay down my life for that. All I could imagine was this little adorable little guy, little guy with his little tiny paws. Yeah, rolling Just making out cinnamon pastries, rolls. making his cinnamon rolls, making his making his fucking biscotti, <laughs> making his fucking. I love that they named them Thimblets. I know, it's so good. It's so good, and the. And and the fucking chocolate croissants. Oh my god, the midnight croissants. Like, can we can we talk about like the fucking descriptions of like the food and like the scents and, and the coffee? And the, like my mouth is watering. I I am... I was I needed. I found myself needing to munch on something yeah. while I was reading it. Yeah, and I needed coffee or tea yeah. or something. Yeah, it, like it, romanticizing coffee. Is what was happening, and I was here for it. And also, going back to the D and D thing, completely to change the subject. That's okay. <laughs> this is gonna. This is probably gonna be an all over the place episode. We are just, just gonna FYI. bounce around as things come to my mind because one of the things I loved about it, going back to how we both love D and D, is that it's like okay, so Viv is an ex adventurer who's done and she wants to sort of settle Mm -hmm. down and have a quieter life and have this coffee shop no one's heard of coffee but we're gonna do it and and like I love the the sort of imagery of them expanding the menu over time yes because it's like every time they expand the menu we also like gain another party member and that's what it is it's like she's building a party in a completely different way than she had before. <laughs> right? About that. And and it's like it's found family like you would have in your D&D party, but different and sweeter and like like literally it makes me so emotional. This, I know. this book, I did not expect to be crying, but I was. I mean, from the moment like okay, so my favorite character um was Cal. I, God, we loved Cal. Cal, when he showed up in his little, his little grunt, and it was giving me, it was giving me Witcher vibes, like the yes, Witcher, like Gerald, yeah, um, but just so cute. And when he made the sign, Legends and Lattes, and he was all like, I think I, I think I bookmarked it, but when he was all like, you know, I mean, we don't have to use it. We don't I have just, to use I it. I just thought about it, but then he turned it around and she got all choked up. I got choked I up. I know. 
I did not expect for this book to emotionally get to me. Like, and, sh- and and I love I love how much she just like she really just was emotionally affected by like people just being kind to her. And and I love I love just like the whole message too cuz it's like this whole time we sort of have her plagued over this stone in her floor that's supposed to bring her fortune and worrying about what's going to happen if she loses it. But it's like, how much of it really was the stone anyway? And it was Mm -hmm. just you finding all these people who were the right people for you to find. And maybe that was the luck and maybe it wasn't. Maybe you were just doing a good job and... And people, and coffee really is that good. And coffee's just that good. And you created a wonderful shop with great drinks and great food and a beautiful atmosphere and people enjoy being there and they'll still come back i i i loved i loved the um i love the moments where uh people were drinking coffee for the first time when cal tries coffee for the first time i love when cal tries coffee for the first time he's such a grump he's like I don't know about this whole coffee thing. Bean water? I don't know about it. Hmm. And, and then, then he tries it and he's like, damn. That, man, actually, this is really that good. That was but. really good. Um, one thing that people, I had heard from people when they have reviewed this book, because it's a low stakes book, a lot of people felt like nothing happens. Which is simply not true. Well, this is simply not true. Because this, the stakes are low compared to like a high fantasy. We're not battling a dragon, but no. there's definitely devastation. There's definitely devastation. Like she's built up this whole thing. And then see, here's where we get into spoilers. We've already gone into spoiler territory a little bit. Just her whole livelihood of everything that she's built since sort of settling down. Just yeah. literally up in flames. Yeah. That's huge stakes, especially after a point where she literally does not have the funds to. But and then and then we have a fucking encon- end of Encanto. That's what happened. Do you remember? Did end you first see the movie Encanto? I've seen Encanto, but you I've only the, seen it once. after the house breaks down and then the whole town comes to help them rebuild the house. Oh, that's what happened essentially. Yeah, like like she had built this community. And that, Even with the people that at the beginning of the book you think are going to be the villains. Yeah. Which I love. Oh, the magical. Yeah. So. I love that. So badass. This like literally woman. this this menacing sort of antagonistic force that just becomes, it's like, okay, we had a conversation. Like, if you just give me a cinnamon roll every week. <laughs> just we'll give be me straight. some cinnamon rolls. We'll be straight. And I just like this place, so I'm just going to keep an eye out for you and make sure you're good. And help you rebuild when it is literally all burst into flames and and the message of that it's like you just the environments that you create and the the relationships that you forge that was something that i thought was so beautiful will bring you the most prosperity in the end will bring you the most prosperity i didn't let you finish but (laughs) you're good the fact that viv who is our main character is a barbarian is a fighter a warrior all of those things is frightening and intimidating to look at Mm mm-hmm the whole time she's trying to put it behind her, the symbol of putting uh, black blood, her sword on the wall. I love that whole, the way she handled everything 
as soon as she hung black blood on the wall it was this moment of i'm putting down my sword i'm no longer going to fight battles in this way i'm going to handle it in a different way and i love that moment that tandry um when they gather her party together that that whole thing of tandry saying and i'm gonna read that out loud actually because it. it was so good so 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 good I can't find it. <laughs> I can't find it. But it, <laughs> to summarize what Tandri said, yes. if I can remember correctly, is she said, you're leaving that life behind. You can't go handle the magical the way you used to because then you'll build a reputation of being the scary person. And right. that's not what this coffee shop is all about. And she wasn't even saying it to Viv. She was saying it to Viv's old party. And, it, and that's the part that I found very, very cool about it was that it's it's it was just very matter-of-factly like showing that she fully understood where Viv stood on the issue without Viv ever having told her explicitly what her intentions were and she was able to articular articulately detail that out for the people that Viv left behind of why she was no longer going to be behaving the way that she had when she was with them. God, love. And love I love these little queers. <laughs> I, I just love these little gays. They 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 were also so sweet. They were. Their whole their whole their whole picnic. The picnic. Their whole little picnic. And then like the hints that were like dropping like later on it's like like she would just say offhand things like you're not going to pick something up until it's like right there in front of you. <laughs> Eyebrows. Heavy eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> Prolonged eye contact. Prolonged eye contact. <laughs> I, there, the, oh my gosh. Okay, well, the part that I did find um, in the bookmarks. Yes. Was their first kiss. <laughs> in which I wanted to read it. Please read it. So, um. This is after the fire. This is uh, Viv is staying at Tandry's place. Tandry's floor had touched hers an echo of days ago. Do you remember what you said in the street after the fire? She murmured, her breath light on Viv's nose and lips. (laughs) No, she lied. You said, at least we didn't lose everything. Tandry paused. And I said you risked too much for the things you saved. She continued. Another longer pause, her breathing slow and sweet. But I knew what you really meant. Viv didn't notice her own tears until Tandry's lips brushed her damp cheek. She opened her eyes and stared into Tandry so close to her own. The woman held her gaze steadily, face composed but eyes wet. Viv felt a warm weight in her center, and for a moment they were enclosed again in that bubble of calm rightness they once shared. Then the savage older Viv clawed her way to the fore, whispering, it's what she is. You've felt this before. She keeps it hooded like a lantern until she needs it. And then she lets it loose and you fall under her spell. I love that that was a constant thing was, is she, is it this, is this because she's a succubus or is this real? Anyway. But Con- constantly uh, pushing away her uh, sort of racist bias. Yes. Constantly. 
But even as that bleak thought spread through her mind like the spectral flame, it evaporated just as swiftly in the light of dawn. Tandry's warm, pulsing aura, the one that had touched her a few fleeting times, was absent. There was no arcana, no force, no trick, no magic to it at all. There had, there never had been, not even once. She saw in Tandry's face, composed though it was, that she was waiting some judgment. She was awaiting some judgment, preparing herself for it to be struck, ignored, or accepted, and terrified of all three. Viv's hand rose and carefully tugged Tandry's singed hair behind one ear. With a sharply drawn breath, she tipped her head forward and brushed her lips against Tandry's light as a whisper. Then she wrapped her arms around her and tried not to squeeze too hard. Tandry squeezed back. <gasps> so good. And it's so wholesome. And it's like, this is not like a romance novel where it's like, like earth shattering the romance it like right. ra- racks through your body like it is a relationship that grows in such a natural and like real feeling way over mm-hmm. like a long time mm-hmm. and like when the moments where they come together aren't like these huge earth shattering moments like yes yeah. they just came out of like a hugely traumatic thing that happened but the moment itself is small and soft Mm -hmm. and sweet and I love that so much because it 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 feels every day it feels like something that you have actually really experienced and actually really could experience yeah and I have a highlight okay from toward the end after Viv unveils to Tandri the room that she had built in the loft (laughs) For her. Um, Tandry drifted to the center of the room where she stood very still. In the silence that followed, Viv couldn't breathe. Who's this room for, Viv? She asked quietly. Her tail made a cautious, flickering S behind her. For you, if you'll have it. And there was a pulse of that warmth, that hooded self that only shone forth when Tendry was at her most unguarded. She turned to look back at Viv. Tandry didn't answer, instead closing the distance between them. Wrapping her arms around Viv, cheek to chest, she released all of her restraint. Mm. For the first time, Viv faced the totality of Tandri's essential self and was struck by the eloquence and delicacy that was revealed. Ugh. That was so beautifully worded. I know. The totality of Tandri's essential self. Struck by the eloquence and the delicacy. That, that is romance. I literally had to stop and I read that to my husband out loud. I was like, are you, I was like, are you <laughs> hearing this? Do you even love me? Are, You've never said this once to you, me. <laughs> never wax poetic to me. Like, have you ever even thought something like this? Do you even love me? Oh, God. A shout out to all of our spouses that don't read these books and are just having to suffer through as we act like we've never been loved in our entire lives. I never have. <laughs> I will never find love like this. I will never have a love like this. My literal husband sitting next to My me. My literal husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh Sorry, God. Nate. Um, Tandry didn't have to say yes. The language was understood and when her lips found Viv's, no doubt could have survived. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I'm screaming and I'm crying and I'm throwing up. 
that yes i'm screaming crying throwing up um that so so good so good i can't say that enough times about this book yes um a couple of things there was a couple of things i also wanted to oh my god okay moments where i cried oh yes so cow making the sign yes actual tears um and then the uh the moment where they rebuild the shop everything is built it's beautiful it's brand new and then first of all when they unveil the new sign and black blood is in it and she had given him uh, given it up she'd like thrown it back into the debris of like the the burnt down building because it was destroyed in uh, the fire that like gave me some tears but then when tandry uh shows the new menu and it's all of the good things have this saved as well uh all of the delicious things and then it says what flames could not consume shall never be extinguished that (laughs) is so fucking profound and so good. It was so sweet. I was crying. I feel emotional right now. That like, is I'm one of those like, moments where like I read that in the book and it's like, and I would get that tattooed on my body. I would get that tattooed on my body. I would get that tramp stamp onto my body. <laughs> onto my lower back. Onto my lower back. And I would put it on a little banner, like <laughs> scroll banner. And I would say. <laughs> I just... Oh, it was Cannot so... extinguish this fire ass. <laughs> sometimes, Jill, sometimes I really hate you. And sometimes... Why, because I'm so funny and hot? <laughs> so, sometimes I'm so thankful you're around. <laughs> Um, God, that's my fire ass. <laughs> Just totally derailed Maggie's train of thought. Uh, you did. I'm I so sorry. I didn't know what else I was going to say. Um, I also had that quote highlighted. Yes. Uh, because that just fucking... <gasps> And then, I, I, because I was, I my eyes went down to the bottom of the page where this quote is. Okay. And, and the epilogue where Fennis gets... Mm. his comeuppance and (laughs) that's right (laughs) lack like lack corners him and he's like okay whatever like i'm just gonna leave and then this big fucking cat jumps up (laughs) and i'm like no and they're like amity i I was like "Ah." the detail of having the cat in the coffee shop was so good I literally, I didn't, I, I don't normally tell Nate a lot about the books that I'm reading. I have to tell him when certain things are good because he doesn't read um, fantasy. But there was a moment does he where, read, does he even read fiction? He doesn't. And that's a, that's a, tr- that's a, it's a thing that we have. He, he ain't got no imagination. He doesn't. He, do, he don't got no imagination. Bless either. him. He does not have an imagination. He doesn't have like a visual. Because I, I tried to get him. Of course, I started him with The Way of Kings by Brandon Sanderson, which was a huge mistake. <laughs> huge mistake. If That's, y'all have read that book. That is not entry level fantasy. It's not entry level. And he immediately started reading it. And it's so good, though. It's so good. It's so good. He read like the first 
two pages and immediately was like, I can't I, do this. I can't keep track of what's going on. I and no I idea. said, why? And he said, there's too many characters. I said, there's three characters on the first page. And he said, that's the point. There's too many. I mean, just one, just one guy. <laughs> just one guy <laughs> is all I can take. So. That's so funny. That's, but that's a whole thing. We, we're very opposite. It works just fine. But anyway, but I yes. did, but I did say, I said, I told him about how it's a fantasy coffee shop that nobody knows what coffee is, which first of all is hilarious. That's so to me. good. That's such a good hilarious. Detail. The fact that people are like, "What's what's what's so coffee?" At first, I have to buy you into what coffee is because you don't know. And I love that Viv <laughs> never thought about that. She thought people would just stumble into her coffee shop. Which is so hilarious. Which is very funny. Which I thought about it. I was like, when have I ever seen in a fantasy, like, TV show, movie, book. Coffee. Anyone drinking coffee. You don't. You don't. You see tea. You see tea all the time. But coffee, I guess it's like this, I I think because fantasy is like very, I want to say maybe Eurocentric. Yeah. And we think of it kind of in more of that, like, medieval Europe sort of setting. Yeah. And coffee is very much not yeah. from Europe. Yeah. <laughs> um, they had to steal it from other places, which they're good at. But um, what was I saying? Uh, Nate. I was telling him, I said, you want to know what pet they have for the coffee shop? And he said, what? And I said, it's a dire cat. It's a dire cat. And he was like, what? And I said, do you know what a dire cat is? And he said, is it a big fucking cat? <laughs> about to bring that up what's like what's going on with this dude i i was racking my brain i was like what is with this dude he's playing chess okay this is the gnome just a reminder yes the gnome that's playing chess with no one but also he says that oh he moved the pieces just a long time ago so he's playing with like the memory of himself playing chess in the this magic chess board or he's something. He's clearly a time traveling gnome. He and he knows things. He he's kn- like it's like he's lived multiple lifetimes or he something. He really knows like, things. He's like just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, there was no way around that joke. <laughs> there was no way around that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. Um, so he really knows things. And <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, he's like, he's like, just so you know, it's gonna work out. And she's like, oh, the shop. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that, but, all, but yeah, that, but, but also, also the, but also the rest of it. And she's like, huh? And he's like, bye. <laughs> if I'm honest, though, if I were a time traveling gnome. I want to know more about this motherfucker. I know. Is there We're, a sequel? I've got questions. I've got questions. I've got questions about Durius. And you know what it's giving? You know what it's giving? It's giving Hoyd. Yes. Yes. That's what I was thinking. For, for all you Sanderson people, it's giving Hoyd. It's like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? Why does he know everything? Why is he here? But also he's there? He's in 
How is he in two different worlds? Okay, but how is he also here? What? And he shows up in literal afterlife at one point, and it's just like sup, sup, dude, (laughs) sup, dude. (laughs) Like, what are you doing, Hoyd? Why are you here? So, how would you? I mean, how would you rate this book? Um, five. I would say five. Yeah, I would say five. I loved this book. I think it's. Is it like the most groundbreaking, like, it's not that kind of book. It's a low stakes fantasy. But God, did it really? Fluff. It was fluff. It was heartwarming. Heartwarming. Was there also conflict? Yes. Uh, There was. I think it was the perfect amount of conflict. But did we resolve the conflict in nonviolent means? Yeah, that was kind of the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, five out of five stars. Zero peps. Zero peps. Zero pep. No pep. But that's fine. It's fine. We don't always have to have pep. This book was wholesome. It was wholesome and sweet. Can't have peps with wholesome. Mm, you can get have a little bit of pep with wholesome. You can have a little bit. <laughs> but not for this one. Not for this one. But yeah, I I thought it was so well done. I thought the fact that it had just the right amount of conflict where I was invested and I was interested without being extremely stressed yeah um the fire did devastate me I was devastated yeah um because I did my life and livelihood crumbling around me it it did devastate me a little bit but then just the whole town coming together to build it and it just it just tore me in half yeah in a good way and she's like I can't afford it and everyone's like "Uh, it's fine who gives a shit She's like, I'm gonna figure out how you pe- where you people are, and I'm gonna pay you back. And everyone, and you know, everyone's gonna be like, no, <laughs> no, no. Guess guess what? They want coffee. No, and that's they want all that coffee. matters. And you were just so good to people, and you created an environment where people wanted to be, and people are gonna miss that in their community. And I, I, I really loved the. If I can kind of wrap up the book, yeah. The idea that the Scalvert Stone didn't bring fortune in the way that Viv thought initially, and Venice thought when he stole the stone, it like it attracts like to like, and the fact like that calls to like like calls <laughs> to like the fact that Viv brought together all of these people that were just trying to build something. With Cal and Tandry and Pendry the Bard, who was the sweetest, sweetest biggest boy. baby boy. Oh my god, that's my baby girl right there. With his rock music that he <laughs> he had to have come in. Yeah, he he invented rock and roll. He had to have come in with heavy metal, like straight up. That and is, everybody was so confused. Yeah. That's what I heard in my head when yeah. he was playing. And he, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love him so much. Um, I love the book. Five out of five. Five out of five stars. Read this, guys, if you need something that's just cozy and sweet. And there is stuff that happens. There it's is not stuff boring. that... Also, it's not <clears throat> long. It's not like it's, not like, it's mm-hmm. like four days of reading nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like this it book is will take you six three, hours to read. It's like 300 pages. Something like that. 315 pages. This book will take you like five, six hours to read. Oh my god, guys. We almost forgot to describe the book in terms of mouthfeel. Okay, so 
I say, so since we both read this book. Yeah. I say we go back and forth. <laughs> yes. Okay, go ahead. So mm-hmm. I'm wrapped up in a blanket. With a hot latte. And a biscotti that I'm dipping it in. And it's like five o'clock in the evening. It's full caffeine. <laughs> it's full caffeine. And I'm jittery on that bean juice. <laughs> I'm jittery on that bean juice, but I'm also excited to be having the bean juice. Yeah, so excited to be having the bean juice. I have been humming Christmas songs to myself for hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there is um, heat from a stove. And there's slight murmurs of people on the street. There's a fair outside today and, and a, a little flea market in, yeah. the, in, the, in the town square. And I can hear all that in the distance, but I'm not going to go. I'm going to stay inside. And that's how we would describe this book in terms of In terms field. of mouthfeel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you liked our Tandem Read today. I hope uh, you read the book. Oh, um, and... Because <laughs> 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 we spoiled the whole thing. <laughs> um, so, a couple of things. Uh, obviously, we would love to hear from you. Uh, you know, comment, follow us on TikTok. A podcast of Smut and Dragons. Follow us on Instagram, a podcast of Smut and Dragons. Leave us reviews, guys. Yeah. You are able to leave us reviews on Spotify, Shoot Apple Podcasts. Shoot us an email. A podcast of Smut and Dragons at, just say hi. at gmail.com. Yeah, just say hi. We'd love to hear from you. Um, if you're the listeners in Belgium, can you email us and tell us how you found it? Because I need to know. I need to know. Uh, curiosity <laughs> is killing me on that one. Um... But I love that you're here. Uh, we love that you're here. Thank you so much for being here. Um, and everyone, not just our Belgians. <laughs> I guess I guess I I guess I like having the Americans here too. It's fine. <laughs> There's like a huge amount of our audience. But I'm just very curious about these these two. We have two listeners in Belgium. Two listeners one in Belgium. listener in ne- the Netherlands and one listener in France. And the rest are American. And the rest so. are American. We're international. We're international. (laughs) If you, yeah. Not to brag. We're international. Not to brag, but um, we're like multinational, multicultural. Like it's, (laughs) it's uh, just like a huge, huge um, important thing to us about. And I'm just going to keep talking because I can't. (laughs) And we just fade out. (laughs) We love you guys. I love the part of the podcast where we both vamp for a long time saying nothing for like 10 minutes. There's no, how do we end these? We always forget how to end these. Thank you so much for coming. This has been Jillian and Maggie and we did our podcast.